0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It Podcast with Brittany Page and Jesse Dalamore. Hey everybody. Welcome to the show. Episode 807 of I Doubt It Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Dalamore Joined today by a worried Britney Page. We'll just we'll we'll say that.
1: It is a very very bad day. We knew it was coming. We've been talking about it a lot on the show. There's no way to prepare yourself for it, even though we all knew it was coming. It is still highly emotional. I am enraged. I am highly anxious. I sometimes cry randomly. I mean, that was happening before. We, we talked about that. I would just start crying randomly, thinking about this happening. And now it's here. And I have received so many text messages today uh, just collective grief, mourning, anger.
0: From people we haven't heard from in years.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're it's, hearing from. It's.
0: Which it may might be a reminder, reach out to someone mm-hmm. to make sure they're okay. I mean, this is a this is a seismic generational moment in American history. Um we should just jump right into it. Hours ago, the draft decision that was leaked became law. The Supreme Court has overturned a forty year old decision. In Roe v. Wade.
2: We have just received word of a decision in one of the most consequential cases before the Supreme Court in decades. The justices have reached a final ruling on the Mississippi abortion
0: law that prohibits nearly all abortions after 15 weeks and directly
2: challenges Roe v. Wade. Let's go right to NBC News Justice Correspondent Pete Williams. Pete. Lester, in this historic decision, the Supreme Court has now overturned Roe v. Wade, overturned Roe v. Wade and the follow-on case called Casey, in, in which the abortion right was made nationwide. Those two rulings stood for the proposition that states could not ban abortion before the age of viability. They could restrict it during that period up to about 23 weeks, but they couldn't ban it. Now the Supreme Court has taken that guarantee away. Lester, this is the first time the Supreme Court court has ever granted a constitutional right, which did so when Roe was decided in 1973, and then took it away, a popular right that was widely recognized. So the immediate effect of this will be to uphold a Mississippi law that would ban abortion after 15 weeks. But this also now means that in roughly half the country, abortion is, as of now, or soon will be, illegal. 13 states have what are called trigger laws that were intended to make uh, abortion uh, illegal in those states. Once the Supreme Court reached this decision in a few of those states the law takes effect immediately and some they have to wait for the state attorney general to certify that this is what the Supreme Court has done. That's 13 states in which abortion will shortly be illegal and in the rest of the so uh, up to about half the states they are expected soon to make it illegal so we're about to become a divided country lester where abortion is legal in about half the states illegal in half the states this is a six to three decision it's written by samuel alito we haven't had a chance to track it yet but you may recall that justice alito was the author of the draft opinion that leaked in may that suggested that the supreme court was going to overturn roe v wade but, Lester, I have to say this is not, while it while it is certainly going to be surprising to some, pleasing to others that have worked for this day for many years, it can't be too much of a surprise for three reasons. First of all, the fact that the court agreed to take this case in the first place. This was a decision from uh, lower courts that said, no, you can't strike down abortion that early because it would go against Supreme Court precedents. There was no division among the circuit courts. So why did the Supreme Court take it? The logical conclusion has to be that they took it to overturn Roe. Secondly, what they did in the Texas case, when they allowed the Texas law to go into effect that would restrict abortion. And third, the comments that the justices made when the Roe v. Wade case was argued. So, Supreme Court overturning Roe, this is a one of the most uh, significant, historic decisions in modern times, Lester, and now it means that abortion is no longer the law of the land, it's up to the states, and it's about to become illegal in about half of them, Lester.
1: Well, saying that we are about to become a divided country is, I mean...
0: Journalists speak.
1: About to, uh, you know, come on. Uh, Joe Manchin was asked... Uh, fuck
0: him. <laughs> are you re- the, the, the quote that... Uh, he said it was settled law. I'm so shocked. I'm so dismayed. Co- what was the statement?
1: Co- Collins is saying the same thing. I mean, that's basically what it is. It's we're, we're hearing the same thing from these people, which you just heard from the reporter. Why did they take this case? Yeah, they not took only it that. going into it, knowing that this was going to be the inevitable outcome. This is what they wanted. This was the plan. Yeah. And they all lied.
0: We all, well, they are liars. They did all testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee and all said settled law.
1: No, what? No, settled law, bro. But let's take that case because... The other thing
0: is how is it that seasoned political operatives, operators like Joe Manchin and Susan Collins, who worked for the Senate when I worked for the Senate 20 years ago, how did they not see what the rest of us saw? The answer is, they did see it. They're fucking liars. Mm-hmm. They also are part of the machine that is willing and ready and certainly able to strip away constitutional rights. And it's not just this right. We are going to talk about this more. But it's also in in Justice Thomas's, Clarence Thomas, the cult member Psycho. In his opinion, he opened the door to roll back marriage equality. Mm-hmm. We are not just in a divided country. We are witnessing the peeling back of American democracy, the ushering in of a fascistic state. It's not hyperbole. I just tweeted a couple of uh, articles from Kathleen Parker, who writes for the, the Washington Post opinion columns. And after, or just before Donald Trump was elected, she's like, just calm down. We're all going to be fine no matter who gets elected. And then in 2018, she wrote, calm down. Roe is going nowhere. It's fine. It's this political class that is unaffected.
1: and and willing
0: to to drag us back 50 fucking years.
1: Well, and that's really instructive. It's important to look at the voices that were telling you to calm down, that you're being hysterical, that you're taking things out of hand, that this is, it's not going to be that bad. Remember who those people were. Yeah. And do not listen to them anymore. Their voices are not worth listening to. And we can dispense (laughs) with, All of those people, because they have nothing to say. Um, You're right about what uh, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote. And this is in the midst, by the way, of his wife being embroiled in the January 6th committee uh, insurrection scandal in working to overturn the election in 2020. Mm -hmm. And he gets to have these rulings that then affect the lives of millions of people, despite what he's actively involved in. And Justice Thomas wrote... That the Supreme Court should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obergefell. These are cases that deal with contraceptive, private consensual sex, and same-sex marriage. So So he's making it explicit.
0: He's ready to outlaw homosexuality itself.
1: And he's making it explicit that, that, that based on this decision, that the court should now reconsider It's past rulings.
0: Yeah. Let me, look, I'm very much going to try to keep a level head. I'm not going to say, who cares if someone goes out there and does something radical? I'm not going to say, good for you, AOC, for not voting to increase in some radical way the, the the protection of Supreme Court justices. But let me tell you, if this isn't a radicalizing moment for you politically, you're not listening. You're not paying attention to where we are as a country. That, I'll save my criticisms for certain parties until we talk about the Republicans. I'll just, we'll stop. I'm, Beside myself with grief and frustration and anger. You know, Republicans want to talk about we're the beacon of freedom and democracy in the world. We are not just a backsliding nation anymore. We are an oppressor. We lead the world in oppression of minority groups. historically oppressed and marginalized groups we're not a shining city on the fucking hill anymore
1: well and let's talk about how this is going to impact the states because in that clip there was discussion of you know the states are now going to control this decision about abortion so in four states abortion was automatically banned through their specific trigger laws after this decision came down from the supreme court And that is Oklahoma, Kentucky, Louisiana, and South Dakota. Automatic.
0: So right now. Immediately. Abortion is illegal in those four states. Correct. This very moment.
1: And then abortion is going to be banned within 30 days. Some of these uh, states that I'm about to read, it's going to be in a matter of days because they have different. Processes for how they're going to go about this. Yeah. Some of them are actually 30 days, but within 30 days, you have Arkansas, Idaho, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming.
0: So if you're a woman, let's just say in Texas, if you're a woman in Texas, it's not going to be as easy as, and it's not easy, but it's not even going to be as easy as just traveling to an adjacent state. If you live in East Texas for instance, you can't go to Louisiana or Arkansas or Oklahoma, the entire eastern border of Texas is going to be within 30 days abortions outlawed. So you if you're if you're if you're someone who needs an abortion and you don't have the financial situation to fly across the country to go get it, you are in a remarkably untenable situation that may inextricably negatively alter your life forever.
1: Well, and especially when several states are floating the idea of banning people from traveling out of state to obtain abortions. And uh, Justice Kavanaugh actually wrote about this in his concurring opinion. And he said... um, Quote, as I see it, some of the other abortion-related legal questions raised by today's decision are not especially difficult as a constitutional matter. For example, may a state bar a resident of that state from traveling to another state to obtain an abortion? In my view, the answer is no, based on the constitutional right to interstate travel. It's like they know yeah. how this is going to escalate. And at his, at his confirmation hearing, he's saying that Roe is established precedent. That it, that there's there's uh, going to be no effort, essentially, right, to overturn that because it's precedent. He respects that. Credibly
0: ab- accused sexual predator is now in a position to force women to have children, to force women into the domestic supply of babies.
1: And so we were supposed to believe that. And then here he is writing in his concurrent opinion right. no, that great. in his view, the answer is no, that it it would be a constitutional right that you can travel to a different state. But your
0: answer was yes earlier, and now it's a no. So fuck you, you're a liar.
1: Exactly. How do we know actually what to believe out of your mouth? And, I mean, they knew that the next logical step here, he's writing it, that this obviously raises additional legal questions surrounding abortion. And these states that are now floating these bans on traveling out of state to get an abortion— I mean, that's going to end up before the court. I mean, that just seems like where this is headed.
0: Yeah, and it's going to fall before this court.
1: Yeah. This This
0: this. 6-3 court. Yes. This court that could be not a 6-3 court if Joe Biden would exert his force as president of the United States and demand an end to the goddamn filibuster and pack this motherfucking court. 15, 17, 21 justices We could take back our country. But uh, the filibuster, it's a long tradition, y'all. We need to keep that in place. It's real important about the filibuster.
1: Yeah, so I left off Ohio on that previous list. They also have a six-week ban that is blocked by the courts that is likely to be enforced. Let's also talk about the states where it's likely to remain legal because we want to talk about something with this. So the states that it's likely to remain legal, Alaska, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, D.C., Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, D.C. is not a state, but Uh, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. If you live in one of these states, I think it is important if you are a person that supports the constitutional right to an abortion and you have the ability to support people who may need to travel to your state to get an abortion, that you make that known within your social circles. Now, we have said here on the show, if you are interested in being added to the I Doubt It volunteer list, meaning that you are willing to support someone who, let's say, reaches out to us and says, Jesse and Brittany, I have a friend or I myself am in need of traveling to one of these states to obtain an abortion. Do you know someone in one of these states who can help me either let me stay with them or give me a ride? We're creating a list so that if someone contacts us and is in that situation, we can look at that list and we can see if we have a listener who lives in that state and then connect the two of you.
0: Now, We want to say, this isn't going to be a list that we publish. It's not going to be like on the website. No. It's not going to be data you can just look at and find, oh, this is a person. I We don't want this public.
1: I keep it. We keep it. And it's only for us. We are
0: exceedingly aware and concerned about people's privacy. Even so, that when we read an email from someone, and we know who the email's from, even if they don't even just write their name in the email, we don't say who it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Even our trolls and haters enjoy anonymity because that's not what we do on this show. Mm-hmm. So it would absolutely be just us being the middle person, right. us being a conduit. And we wouldn't even give the 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 helper's name automatically. We would give the person who's re- requesting help to the helper, right. and then they can reach out. Right. We're just connecting two people. Exactly. So it wouldn't be someone's looking... For help and they might be fake. Right. And then we just give their name to the helper. Exactly, no. exactly. We we give the information of the person requesting help to the helper and then they take it from there.
1: Correct. So if you want to be added to that list.
0: And please do some soul searching and tr- want to be a part of this list.
1: Yes. If you want to be a part of the list, email us at idoubtit at dollamore.com. Include your name, where you live, what you're willing to provide and I will add you to the list. I will tell you that it's something that has been really uplifting to me is getting these messages today from people who are willing to help. Because it feels like a really hopeless time right now. And hearing from people that are saying, I'm willing to host someone at my house. I'm willing to drive them to their appointments. I'm willing to fund their abortion. I'm willing to fund their health care. Add me to the list. This is what we need. And if you're not willing to email us and be on our list, that's totally fine. I would recommend that you do this within your own social circles. Make it known that you are a person who will help another person in need of healthcare, whether it's allowing them to stay with you, driving them to the appointment, paying for it in full or partially, whatever it is that you're willing to do make it known in your social circles so that your name can be passed when someone is in need.
0: Because tens and tens of millions of people who would be needing an abortion are now not in a a situation where they can. Tens of millions of people. It is difficult... To really put into words just how devastating and historic this decision is. In 2022, right after the slate of insane decisions rendered by this particular radical activist fascist Supreme Court, whether that be the Miranda ruling, that cops don't need to be worried or, or inform you of your rights, whether that be the concealed carry ruling that the state of New York can't run its own show relative to um, concealed carry permits. There has been many.
1: That that state can't run its own show on that particular right, right, right. issue. But right.
0: but other states, oh, about other issues, oh yeah, it's states' rights. Right. No okay. consistency whatsoever.
1: That's exactly right. And I want to talk about One more thing, because many states are not going to have exceptions for rape, incest. Some states aren't even going to have exceptions for life of the mother. And even if they do, that's such a nebulous phrase that doctors in those situations are going to be fearful to act to save the the life of a mother. Because they don't want to be held responsible for legal repercussions. It's it's going to render doctors fearful of taking actions to help people. Yeah. Because they aren't sure what's what the legal consequences might be. So you may have teenagers who are raped, get pregnant, don't know the signs of a pregnancy. Right. Don't know how to handle a situation like that. Whatever it may be, and you have, you're going to have teenagers in these, these states with these, with, that don't have exceptions for this who don't have a choice anymore about what direction their life takes. Yeah. They get raped, and that's their life now. And they have no choice. And we always go to the most extreme examples when we talk about this. But it's also important to note that anyone can get an abortion for any purpose. That should be the case whether or not it's an extreme situation like a rape, or you just don't want to be pregnant. You just don't want to have a kid. And that's the case for a lot of women too. They can't afford it. It's not something they want for their life. It's going to trap them in an abusive relationship. It's going to trap them in poverty. And now this is going to be the situation where people don't have a choice but to be trapped in situations that they otherwise would not.
0: And not only that, we've already seen cases where women have been attempted to be or prosecuted because of miscarriages. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a whole nother level of this tyranny. Right. Women who just maybe want the baby and have a miscarriage, and then they're prosecuted for abortion. Some doctor on Twitter was, was talk, it did a whole thread about sometimes the signs or the processes that the body goes through looks exactly like abortion. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do with this? What are these white men who largely legislate these laws in 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 states all across the country, especially in these Republican states, how are they going to decide who gets prosecuted, who doesn't? Who's going to be enforcing this? The police.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe the Democrats need to think about re recheck themselves on the, no, we need more police. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think the the governor of Louisiana, John Bell Edwards, is that his name? That's his is name. he a Democrat? He
0: is. Yeah, so it, he's a quote unquote Democrat.
1: We talked about the the ban on abortion is uh, immediately in effect in in Louisiana, and he tweeted about how pro life politicians need to come forward and support policies that will support mothers, families, and children, and that should be a priority now for pro life politicians. <laughs> Now it should be a priority. Right. And how long is it going to take to enact those policies for the people that are pregnant right now who can't get abortions, who are going to have babies in no matter of months. So wh- where are those policies that you apparently are now just now today pushing to support? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> w- what?
0: Yeah, well, listen, I'm I'm um, exceedingly frustrated even with Democrats cuz my inbox right now is filled with Politicians begging for money using this as the catalyst for. Oh, I'm Nancy Pelosi, I'm heartbroken. The Supreme Court did this and this and this. Please give me money for my campaign. Well, one, we've had majorities in Congress with Democrats many times throughout the years. Never codified Roe. Mm-hmm. We we have a, a majority now in the United States Senate and the United States House, and we have the White House and there's been a lot of talk about oh no the filibuster is too important we can't do that but Nancy Pelosi has done nothing in the House to codify Roe Chuck Schumer has done nothing in the Senate and yeah I know we got Manchin and cinema. I know I know but they need to exert some political pressure they need to politics isn't just about a numbers game It's about public perception. It's about pressuring politicians. It's about putting votes up and making someone make a decision on it. And they've done none of that. Nothing, nothing has been done to codify Roe. It's not, well, we talked to nothing. There's been nothing done. So yeah, Republicans did this. Fuck yeah, they did. People who decided not to vote for Hillary or d- decided to vote for Trump, all of them. Yeah, fuck yeah. But we need to look at ourselves too.
1: Well, in 3 days ago, Politico put out an article about how the the plan for Democrats has been, like they've been preparing for this announcement on the decision on Roe. They've been preparing for it. And they prepared those fundraising emails to go out to millions of people after this decision was announced because they're planning on capitalizing on this Gross to gin up support and voter turnout for what they are expecting to be not great midterms for them. So it's interesting that you are upset about the fundraising emails because this was kind of this was a part of the strategy for the Democratic Party, knowing that the. Decision was coming down for Roe. One thing I will say is there are pro-life Democrats that exist. There yeah. And actually Nancy Pelosi endorsed one, endorsed one in Texas. Yeah. He won. He yeah. won his election against the more progressive candidates.
0: Cisneros was his opponent, his Co- progressive opponent.
1: Correct. And Nancy Pelosi, the, the, the party machine went against the progressive candidate to back a pro-life Democrat. Yeah. In Texas. Is that really what we need? We need another joe manchin type person in the party or should we like stop supporting these people that are going to get in the way of the party goals and support progressive candidates that are actually going to get in there do the policy changes that we collectively want and agree on yeah i mean most people did not want roe overturned most americans
0: most even republicans most Americans, there is even a percentage of Republicans who thought it should just be in place.
1: But we have a handful of unelected theocrats on the Supreme Court.
0: That is right. Not only unelected, let's very briefly talk about that. They were nominated by a president who didn't get the popular vote and then confirmed by a Republican um majority in the, in that in the Senate, and Republicans you may not know, they represent like forty percent of America, the population that those states, for instance, there's two congress there's two senators from Idaho and two from Wyoming, two senators from Wyoming, both of whom voted to confirm these Supreme Court justices who made this decision there's more people who live in a 5 mile radius of where we're sitting and broadcasting from right now than live in the entire hundreds of thousands of square uh, miles of, of 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 Wyoming it is anti-democratic the system that we live in the electoral college needs to be abolished there needs to be some kind of equity built in to the way our laws get made to the way these decisions get handed down we don't got it now
1: so one thing before we move on there are links on the facebook page on the twitter we are encouraging people if you are looking for something to to do to contribute Certainly getting involved in whatever marches are uh, going on across the country throughout the coming months, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not going to stop, and I hope it doesn't. Um, Donating to a local abortion fund. We have links on the Facebook page for that. Also, just I think sharing information is also really important. So um, plancpills.org is a website through which you can order abortion pills to be delivered to your home. I think it's important that people know that that exists, especially in some of these states where they may need access to an alternative. Uh, 90% of abortions take place in the first 13 weeks of pregnancy. More than half are now done with pills, not surgery, despite what you hear from anti choice activists. Yeah. So this is definitely a resource that people are going to need to know about and, and seek out if they are in a time of need. So it's important you know about it and can can recommend it to people if they if they come to you. So plancpills dot org.
0: Can I um let me also say this. Take care of yourselves mentally. I had a rough day. On Twitter today, and I caught myself going down rabbit holes, like searching Night of Rage, the hashtag Night of Rage, and seeing these conservatives, these fucking assholes like Matt Walsh, gleeful, just fucking gleeful about the fact that we live in a country that's been regressed back to the early 1970s. So if you're a person like me, who gets worked up and gets pissed off, take care of yourself mentally. Your mental health is important. Don't allow yourself to, to just get wound up. Turn off the Twitter. Turn off the TV if you need to. Maintain that rage, but don't unduly impact your mental health in a negative way.
1: I think that's important. And I want to read a little quote from AOC. She posted this really great story. And then she posted the screenshot of that story on Twitter because it resonated with so many people. And I just want to read the last two parts of it. She writes, ultimately, we live in this world and in this time. We have no choice but to engage in it while we're here. Even running away is a form of engagement. So will your engagement hurt or heal, build or bring down? There is no neutral choice so we can at least do our best to make good ones and learn to do better the next day. You are allowed to be scared, to grieve, to be angry, but you are also allowed to create good, to be soft, and enjoy the small reprieves. Struggle lasts as long as we do.
0: Speaking of fundraising emails, hers was one that I did receive, except she wasn't begging for money for herself. This is the email. Jesse, a lot of people, especially on days like today, Skoda Shuleen, ask me about hope. I shared some thoughts on Instagram last night during a Q&A when someone asked me, are we screwed? And then she posted what she wrote. And then there's a button to donate to abortion funds. Not donate to me, not donate to my campaign, not donate for my re-election. Give money to actively impact the issue that I am passionate about, is what she says. We need to elect more AOCs, and we need to oust from office more Nancy Pelosi's, more cellulars or whatever that fucking guy's name that she endorsed against Jessica Cisneros. We have a whole bunch more on the board. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 more clips. And I don't have, I don't have it in me. We definitely thought it was important. <clears throat> We definitely thought it was important to get in front of you guys today because we know if we're feeling like this and we're going through this, you are too. And the community that is built up around the show is very important to us. So we wanted to show up, but I'm, I just don't have it uh, to go through the the January 6th committee and and what what went on with the, the attempted overthrow and the, attempted usurpation of the, the the authority of the Department of Justice. I just, we want to hear from you. Let's talk about this. 657-464-7609. And, of course, we welcome your voice memos from your smartphone. I doubt it at dollamore.com. Anything
1: else? I don't think so. Check out the Facebook page for some of those links. And if you want to be added to the list of volunteers who are willing to step up and help people who may be in need of obtaining health care, reach out at it at dollamore.com.
0: We love you guys. Keep your chins up. We live here. This is our country. And we must continue to resist.